0: hey catalyst crew welcome to catalyst corner episode 74 it's thursday so we've got jim f0123 r on with us and uh yeah let's get into it how you doing jim i'm doing okay how about yourself Uh you know adventures abound oh yes of course um, how to get a new phone yeah yeah uh, it happens yeah you know it was time it's yep. been like five years oh, okay yeah I'm, listen I I don't switch unless I have to. yeah I'm not one of those guys that every time a
1: new piece of technology comes out you trade up
0: no neither am I yeah I try to I try to keep it for as long especially with the phones I get very comfortable with how they work right, exactly and, you know where everything is so I, I I got a uh I got this phone that uh that flip like it's uh called like a flip or whatever yeah. right it's got a fucking—it's crazy, like a small tablet. Yeah. It turns into I've never like it's—it's it's very, it, The technology's been around for probably about five years. Sure, and the other iterations were not very good. Yeah, I mean, you don't even hear about them to be
1: perfectly yeah, honest. Yeah, they're not particularly.
0: Yeah. They didn't. They didn't do well. And I think it still has a long way to go. Sure, but what? A, what an incredible it, piece it of looks tech! Looks awesome. Yeah, you awesome. can't even like t- it, It's one of those pieces of tech that I look at it and I go, that'll probably be the future.
1: Yeah, I I would think that if if it performs, right, and there's no glitches or any issues, I think that's going to be a phone that you're going to see majority
0: of people sporting sure not even just a phone though i mean if we're talking about flexible screens like that yeah i mean just just in your everyday life you're gonna see some wild shit well
1: i mean you know when you get all the the people that go to like your coffee shops and stuff right you don't have to take your laptop anymore right you take your phone it flips it's not as large but it's large enough now where you can do some some work on
0: that thing. Yeah, for sure. It, it, it's interesting because I have a tablet, mm-hmm. but like that's just going to get regulated now to, uh, like the the checkout thing for the business. Sure, because right. I, you know, the phone's big enough. Yeah, absolutely. Just incredible. Um, have you have you seen anything? I have. Oh, my. I have. So well, I, well, it's spooky season. It is.
1: All and right. I and I got a couple for you. So, so we're do gonna, I. we're gonna go to the early '90s. Ooh. And I'm gonna go. I got it. As I said couple one is a comic book that became a movie and one is a book that became a movie that had a follow-on comic book after it
0: as you do sometimes As you do
1: so I'm gonna start off with and and if anybody looks at the social media and I know you have we we've got the latest drawing one dr. giggles oh dr. get scared the shit out of me just the cover yeah I mean you you want to talk about a good campy type of and both of these are kind of uh, campy' more on the the campy horror side than your, your you know your gore and slasher but what a good it, it came I saw it that it was on the other day and I'm like I gotta watch it I haven't watched it since the early 90s yeah and how'd it hold up I I mean you know it's good enough yeah good enough you yeah. know what I mean like it's still an
0: enjoyable watch well, that's all you can really ask for, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't want too much out of a, like I said, if no, you it's want, it can't be
0: like it's like a Saturday
1: night, you yeah, know. But if you want a fun horror movie, yeah, that has you know some elements of of gore, right? Not too much, but it's it's good. I. I I
0: thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, you brought me back with that. I yeah. I figured you must have watched it. I did. I'm like, there's I no did. way he's pulling that out of thin air. No,
1: no. I, I watched it, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was from Dark Horse Comics. That's yeah. a comic book that became that movie. The other one is Clive Barker,
0: mm. Nightbreed. Wow. So little tidbit on Nightbreed. That was one of his uh, first films.
1: Yeah. So a book. Cabal was the name of the book that yep. became Nightbreed, yep. and then a follow-on comic uh, set, which I which I own, uh, because I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I thought that movie for its time, and again, when you look at it through the technology of nowadays, certainly yes, could it be better with the that CGI the with and the what uh, have you? Uh,
0: button eyes, right? The the serial killer had the buttons for his eyes or yeah, whatever. Right, yeah,
1: right. Yeah, he was the therapist. Yeah, who his, who
0: who was that? That was uh, he's a famous director. He's a, right. What uh, the hell was his uh, name? David uh, Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Yeah, right. Like what a crazy fucking thing. He was thing. a very he good actor. Good. I yeah, thought he was really too. Good at yeah. It. yeah, but uh, yeah, Nightbreed was a wild flick. yeah It all was practical. All practical, which you know, Clive Barker shit is known for.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, again, it's it's monsters, right? Yeah. It's, it's such a good, and I still think it holds up, right? I mean, if you watched it back then, and that's the whole thing, right? Which is kind of odd, right? If you didn't watch it originally, yeah, I don't know how people feel about it if they watch it, like, nowadays for the first time, based upon the technology that's out there in some of the movies that we see. But if you've watched it back then and you re-watch it again now... To me, I think those movies still hold up, hold up to me yeah. because, you know, I I've enjoyed the movie for how many years since it came out.
0: I um I'd be curious about that as well. I, I wonder if you were exposed to either the book or the comic and then you saw it, maybe you'd be a little more kind to it. Yeah. But like people love Hellraiser. Sure. Sure. It so I you know it's one of those things where I just am
1: curious. How the you know how people view it right when they weren't there originally to see it?
0: Yeah, but the for me you know practical effects that are done well and they are done well. They are done in well. Yes. Did you ever see um, uh, Nightflyer? I don't believe that's so. that's a Stephen King one. It's like a vampire type of thing. It it doesn't really hold up because mm. they're practical effects. They're just not done as well. Yeah, you know. Right, Jurassic Park's another oh, per, like we'll a more popular example, up. right? Yeah, it's CGI the way CGI is supposed to be done, right? Just just a kiss of it,
1: yeah. So, you know, again, and just... for nothing
0: else, you have David Cronenberg as a fucking serial killer.
1: Yeah. I, I, you know, again, I I enjoy the going back and watching some of these, what would be deemed now classic horror movies. Yeah.
0: You get a blast from the past. Yeah. Well, they're 30-something so, 30, 30 years old yeah. Now, you know?
1: But uh, those were those were two... Uh, I've I, I watched some more, and we'll talk about them on future podcasts. All right. I've been doing a lot of... Uh, because it's, it, it's you know, like you said, season. it's a spooky season, so the horror movies are abound right now. Yeah, so I, I, I do you get,
0: I just started feeling spooky. It yeah. took about five days into October yeah. for me to get this. I mean,
1: it's eighty something degrees right. out. Right, but... that doesn't help.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is that it's still you know midsummer? Right. Um. So I watched. Uh. So I watched the Frighteners after you were talking oh, about perfect. it. Perfect. I got to tell you talk about a movie that just fucking oozes 90s it you're talking totally does. pre-9-11 innocence yep. like just everything about it was phenomenal yeah absolutely you know, the, the cgi doesn't hold up doesn't hold up no but every like michael j fox in his prime so good right so i caught that nice all right so the two i i watched uh the the better of the two and that's not saying much uh the nun
1: oh the nun part okay two Okay. So, All right. Uh,
0: yeah. So so she's a real big. My partner's a real big fan of the the Conjuring universe. Yeah. Okay. And she like millions of other people go in real hard for the nun. Mm-hmm. Now I'll say this aesthetically, phenomenal. Okay. Like she is a very creepy. Yeah. You know visage. Right. She really is. She is. The first nun was okay. Yeah, I so, thought it was yeah, okay. okay. atmospheric, yep. right? Like uh, I, I, I like that it was set in Romania or whatever, yep. and uh, the the priest, I like him and mm-hmm. all the stuff he's in. Uh, the second one, however, I, I did not care for. Okay, it, it felt more like an action movie than a horror movie. Oh, all right. So. In the in the first nun spoilers, if you haven't seen it, I don't know that she kills anyone. Right. I don't think she kills anyone. I don't believe so either. Right. They kill themselves or right, whatever. Right. But like, I don't think she actually kills yeah. anybody. Yeah. Not in this one though. Oh. Oh, she's out for blood. Oh, okay. As you do. I guess, but it's just it's it's. So the the dynamic between the nun and the priest is gone because he's gone. Yeah. Right. You know, which is okay. Whatever. I yeah. get it. And then the, the the junior nun that they replace him with is, she's not unlikable, but it's just from a story perspective, right? Mm-hmm. The way that they roll with it is like, the church knows what went on in, in Romania. Yeah. And they know about the, this nun, right? They're like, all right, well, you stopped him, like, you know, so she's got some cred. And they partner her with, like... The, the most rookie nun possible and I'm thinking like I don't know that they would do that, right? So whatever uh, there was w- one scene that I thought was gonna be awesome and ended up kind of petering out was She's standing in front of this magazine rack mm-hmm. the the nun.
1: Yeah
0: Our main character and then it starts going nuts and it's flipping through all the pages and it and it forms kind of the nun through oh, all the okay. different images, and I'm like, if she fucking walks out of that nice and slow with the music, you know, they get those deep, like guttural sounds. Yeah. That would be the coolest sure. fucking like I'm like, yeah. this is gonna be the shot of the movie. And then they just fucking didn't. Oh. And I was like, what happened? That's you lose a missed the budget. Or what?
1: Yeah, that sucks.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there'll be another one because sure. it tends to do really well. Yeah. But but it's starting to feel Tired. Yeah, you know, I I don't know how much more than how much and and don't get me wrong that the woman Bonnie who plays the nun she she's getting up there too so she's sure. not like she's right. doing the same shit she was doing in the first one either right. you know yeah exactly so I don't know the nun I would nun two uh, <laughs> the nun one isn't great but the nun two is far from it yeah so then the second one I watched uh, is <laughs> is called The Exorcist. Plural, the Exorcists. Yes. Okay. Now I didn't see the S yes when I clicked on it. Okay. I so th- it, this has nothing to do. Well, with... I I thought it was. I I know there's like a remake floating around somewhere. Yeah. So I like a new one. Right. So I thought it was yeah. that. Okay. I was like, okay, I can I'll watch it. Whatever. Let's see what it is. And who's who's starring in this movie? You may ask. Uh, none other than Douglas Bradley. Oh. So I'm like. It opens up on him, and I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. This is going to be great. Sure. And he's good in it because oh, it's him. You're right. It's fucking sure. Doug Bradley. Right. What a what a garbage. Like, Really? Oh, my God. Oh. I, it, very rarely, because I, I'm an artist, so I, I can tell when effort is put sure. in. Sure. Very rarely do I see a movie where I believe effort was put in, and I go, Christ, that was a waste of time. This, one. this this was oh, it. Oh, it was so bad. They wasted his talents on a poor script. It, I mean, the dialogue was. Here's the thing, the dialogue was awful. Yeah, but he's just Doug Bradley, right. So he's, so he's just, trying to make the most right, of right. terrible he's, he's dialogue, propping it up. Yeah, but holy moly, like it was just the story. The story is is seven different ways. There's oh. really no exposition. Like, you just get dropped in it. And, you know, then it concluded and I was like, oh, Ugh. no, thank you. Ah, terrible. Yeah. So that. Uh, that's a shame. That's all right, though. That's kind of the gamble you take when uh, during spooky season. Right. You yeah. Know?
1: There's going to be a lot of hits and misses and probably more misses than hits yeah, on ones sure. you're not, you know, like, 100 percent sure if, of. If you but... like
0: The Nun, The Nun 2 is going to. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. Look, you know, it's, it's fine. more of the same. Right. It's just more of the same. Sure. I'd stay away from the other one though. Yeah. That one uh yeah. That one was really stay real... away
1: from the exorcist with the S on the end. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, it was horrible. Nice. It was so bad. <laughs> oh. I'm like traumatized yeah. with how bad it was. I bet. All right. Let's get out of let's get out of uh let's get out of the spooky yeah. season a little bit. Okay. What what else you got for me today?
1: So there's a Canadian show mm. that just came out okay. that's getting, you know, absolutely destroyed, right? Pretty typical these days. Right. Because it's a show called Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Okay. Right. You heard about it. And basically, you know. Give us it's, this and a, Yeah, go so ahead. So it's your typical, you know, it, it it's not, it's following, obviously, to, you know, a, a more modern type of time where. Yeah, yeah. It's more, you know, it's more modern you're, now. You're stealing from it's corporate. For, it's for a modern audience. Well, yeah. So you're stealing... You know, it's corporate. It's corporate, you know, the little person against corporate, right? Right. You're taking the themes of raw... (sighs) Yeah. Yep. So, you know, and again, every character is race-swapped or, you know, sex-swapped, except for the villains who are white, right? Because they have to be. Yeah. And, you know, we're getting the typical from the director, you know, everybody's a racist... You know, I didn't make a bad show. Yeah, it you, doesn't really suck. But you right. did but make them. But did.
0: But here's the thing is you did make a bad right. show. The and, show and, is terrible. And it's, a, it's enough. You can't... These people keep throwing tantrums. Right. It, it, it's akin to a toddler taking their ball and going home. Right. Because we don't like what you made. Right. It's not because you race swapped and gender swapped, okay? It probably hurts it because you know when people go oh robin hood and then what they get is the concept of robin hood but it's not robin hood at all it's just yeah steal it, from the rich and give to the poor right
1: you know and it's just it's the it's it's a it's a boring story it's boring they they don't act well right so none of it's good and you know again you've got the director coming at us again with the same type of stuff. It's not my fault, it's your fault. Right. You're idiots. You're you're either homophobic or you're racist or you're a nazi. What, what you know, the same talking points that we keep hearing yeah, every it's time it's it's the Disney right. playbook. That being said, I have a question for you. Yeah, sure. The last 2 years, we've really seen majority of things flop whether it be on streaming, whether it be at the theaters, majority of stuff have not hit. We can agree with that, right?
0: Yeah, I would say from the the big studios, absolutely.
1: So my question is this. Who is the modern audience that we keep getting preached to? Because they've not shown up yet in two years, but we keep making movies for them. But yet, where are they? Because every time you, you know, you do these changes, you say it's for the modern audience and then it flops miserably. So where is that modern? Who is the modern audience we're talking about?
0: So here's here's the thing. I don't know where it gets lost in translation that when and this goes for Basically, all of these, all of these IPs that they've taken and reworked, mm-hmm. when you do that, you lose what made the IP special. Right. Like, let's sure. let's, let's go Snow White for a minute, mm-hmm. you know. By, by taking her and making her into a warrior princess, mm-hmm. you take away what makes Snow White, Snow White, the innocence, the virtue, the purity. Mm-hmm being the fairest in the land right because now she has ambition and she's trying to be a leader right and there's a darker side to it there so now you fundamentally change the character you're rewriting the story and then saying to us as an audience okay this is just how it is now right and the rest of us are going like yeah but i like the other one right and they're like well tough shit you racist piece of shit It doesn't, it's just, it's wrong on so many different angles. Right. But there is no modern audience. No, and that's right. And that's the thing, though. And here's the thing. We keep on Uh, hearing it, though. Hold on. We go to the cons and stuff, Mm -hmm. right? I've had people ask me about like Ray and things like that. Like, there are fans. People like her. Sure. And here's the thing. I don't begrudge you for liking Ray. I think there was an awesome opportunity Mm -hmm. with her. I just don't like the way the story played out. Right. That's the thing is that Ray is a character in her in and of herself, fine. But it was it was her journey that felt hollow. It was it was the bastardization of characters we cared about. But if you're a fan of her, mm-hmm. I don't I don't begrudge you for that. Right. But the thing
1: is, you know, but we heard, you know, when I'm when I'm going to make the changes to The Witcher, and I'm going to make the changes to Willow, and I'm going to make the changes to Ahsoka, and I'm going to make the changes. To uh, uh, rings of power, right on and on and on. Right. We keep on hearing we're making this for the modern audience. But the thing is, is that and- what
0: what you've done is you've buried, you've buried some of the most popular IPs. Now they're dead. You have buried like Star Wars. it, it is gonna it is gonna take quite a yeah. jolt to well, get that all of back this up, stuff is dead which is for dead. the most part like you're talking about huge right. IPs that are dead and now going forward you're gonna what are you gonna do but should you're he, gonna keep telling the same fucking bullshit but the stories thing, but, but the, just without the name value but the thing is we keep on hearing your reasoning for making
1: these bastardizations is because the modern audience wants it not the not the 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 dinosaurs of before like myself they It's the modern audience that wants it, but then when it fails, you're criticizing the audience. So, you're saying you're making it for a modern audience, and then when that modern audience doesn't show up, you're then calling them racist. Well, aren't you making it for them because everybody else but them are racists? Everybody
0: but them are homophobes? I don't understand. How do you have it both ways? Well, because here's here's the trick of it is that they're trying to take something that's complicated and boil it down and make it simple. No, there are people that care about the race and gender swaps.
1: Sure, of course.
0: But for example, and I
1: think you have to, to a degree, sure, but, if it but, fundamentally but, changes right, everything right. about we've the We've talked character. about like you know, and we've talked about it Superman, numerous times.
0: Superman being regular Clark Kent having a race swap would be very difficult to land him in Kansas at the time. Right. That's what we mean by fundamentally changing Correct. the character. Okay, because you, you are rewriting the character at mm-hmm. that point. Now, that being said, you could do that and still come out with a Superman that is very similar. Yeah. You could. And, you that, could. and that may work, but there are what they're doing is they'll take, you know, Rachel Ziegler. Mm-hmm. and say she's Latina and you don't like it because she's Latina. And it's like, no, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're going against the, the source, but but whatever. Yeah, She's a pretty girl. Like, you know, you want her to play Snow White? I can get right with that. Sure. What I don't like is the story that you're telling is the character that she's become. Right. That's what I don't right. like. So, so they're two separate issues right. that they're combining. So right. instead of it being... I don't like the character. I don't like the stories. I don't like the seven magical creatures. It's you just don't like this because she's Latina.
1: Yeah. Well, and and so in the case of this one though, you're not telling the tale of Robin Hood, right? You're just telling something that has a similarity to the folklore in in the fact that you, you know, you take from the rich and give to the poor, right? and her name is Robin not you know spelled differently so none of that other stuff matters right it doesn't matter that she's a black female right because you're not telling the story of Robin Hood from uh you know Sherwood merry men. Right, right Sherwood forest and all that it's so when no one shows up and everybody hates it it's because you made a very boring show that sucks and you just have to and when when is it going to be that they accept that when you make these type of shows there really isn't
0: an audience modern or ancient yeah, there, there's here, no audience the for it and, and again you know I'm a little younger than you are Yep. but i was always under the impression that if you're going to take the risk and put your art out there you have to be ready for whatever criticism you comes you have to be these guys are putting their art out. They're getting criticized and they're they're instead of taking the criticism, they're fighting back. Yeah. Which is insane to me. Right. I mean, look, you put something out that you were passionate
1: about and you and you created it and and good on you. But if if the if the audience doesn't feel that same passion for it and they don't like it and they let it be known, in a multitude of different ways, whether it be not watching it or, you know, making insults about it on social media or or YouTube videos, whatever the case is, you have to accept that. You have to accept that, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't reach the audience, that something was off between my vision and what I presented to the audience. And you have to take that and hopefully you, you fix that issue, whatever your next show might be and yeah, but you if learn you, from it right
0: but that's that's with the mentality of humility and and growth in mind right exactly when you're blaming someone else for your failure instead of looking inward you're looking outward mm-hmm. so you know you may get the opportunity to make another show but because you haven't learned from the experience it's going to be the same piece right. of shit
1: and we're seeing you know but we're seeing flop after flop after flop we're hearing it's for the modern audience and it flops and then we are insulting the audience that didn't show up and has a complaint about your telling of an IP that a lot of people f- have you know they they have a care for they have a love for in a lot of cases well I
0: think what's kind of interesting now is that you know a lot of the most popular IPs you you you've already done this to right so they're 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 gone now you can't exactly. rework those and so, you know, you're running out of road in a way. Mm-hmm. So then once all the once all the IPs are gone and you cobble together some bullshit new IP with the same bullshit stories that you were telling with the old IPs, and that tanks as well even harder, then what?
1: But why, you know, it, my thing is why not try to make a show that was for the old audience that the old audience used to like and see if that does anything. See if see if fans come back and will watch the show see, and I, love it the I, way they I, used to I
0: don't know that I like here here's the thing. I think Last of Us is for the modern audience. Sure. Like I watch that and I go, this is a well done modern tale for a twenty twenty three audience.
1: Right. But it's but it's just basically directly taking the source material sure that's and already provided I, I
0: guess my point to it is is you have all of the diversity in, in that show right you really do and aside from like the bigots and the homophobes which the true ones hmm no one was was shitting on any of it
1: right but here's the thing right going back to Snow White yeah if you have her Rachel Zegler yeah playing Snow White and it's an adaptation of, of the original. Yeah. No one's going to say anything. No one's going to say a word. It's going to come down to did you do a good job as Snow White? As Snow White in adapting
0: the story. Right, but that's a, that's and all that's anybody it. cares about. That's what that's what people cared about when Beauty and the Beast came out. It wasn't right. that it was Emma Watson or anything. It was no. like was she Belle? Right. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying that you know, if you're just going to take
1: the animated and make it live action and yeah you can you can tweak it a little bit but the core of the story remains and the characters remain true to what they've always been yeah you can add diversity to it and there's nothing wrong with that and then if you hear people and if it's good and then you hear people complaining well then fuck them that that's being racist but if it right. sucks, well, that—that's the That's thing. not that's, our fault. That's
0: why The Last of Us is so important to me because, mm-hmm. like, I—I I, like you was feeling that. I'm like, it, 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 am you know, I'm getting gaslit by these studios, and I'm thinking, is it me? Am I actually the problem here? And then The Last of Us came out, and I go, that was beautiful, right? And I go, okay, so it's not me because that's a great piece of cinema right there. Mm-hmm. So and that has diversity. It has strong female leads. It has LGBTQ representation. The be- I told you, episode three is some of the most powerful yeah. TV I've ever seen. And then I stop and I go, all right, it's not me. It's these fucking jerks right. that are gaslighting us as a people to try to push their mediocre at best art. Right. And so, you know,
1: is it getting... So my I guess I then I start thinking are we just using diversity as a shield to protect us against shitty shitty writing
0: So I think I think initially diversity was a real p- problem Sure and it, it absolutely was no there's no doubt about that Sure and they created departments and they hired executives to take care of it and they began to do their job and they started fixing things and then as things become a little more diverse, they don't want to lose their sweet gigs, mm-hmm. so they keep looking and pushing. Right. And then, yes, I think that you know you can very much use diversity, LGBTQ, all of that stuff as a shield. And I think you're shitty if you do it.
1: But it seems like that's what every director now that has a failed show is doing
0: it that was yeah i mean it it just seems like it does it seems like every time something you know bad comes out the playbook is to blame an ism
1: right like if if little mermaid was true to the source and the only thing that you did was add diversity yeah but you added an extra hour that's right. the problem. That's the problem. Well, but th- but you also fundamentally changed the story, and you added an extra hour worth of well, you useless ha- Yeah, but shit. you had
0: to because you changed the story, and you right. needed an hour to paint yourself right. out of the corner.
1: And that, but that's my, and you know, and then again, we're, we're hearing the same. You know, you're racist. You didn't come because you're racist, and it's like, no. Why should it matter if you if you add? Ariel be...
0: Yeah, Haley Berry has a beautiful voice. She's a beautiful girl. She was she fine it. for the role. Yeah. You made a... I s- didn't like you- the crab or the fucking fish. That no, was No, that scary was all terrible. Yeah. But you made a horrible
1: adaptation. Low quality CGI. Right. That That's all on you. Yeah. And again, you're not... The, the amount of people that didn't go see it because of the race swap isn't enough to move that needle to... Non-profitability. You
0: know what's the you know what my favorite part about that whole thing is though, and how you can tell how shallow, you know, these corporations are with their message. Mm-hmm. You could have used a drag queen to be Ursula. Sure, you. And could've. instead, you chose white ass Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, you needed some like, name value. Like I could, when I heard that, I was like, how is no one upset about this? Right.
1: I mean, I don't think she can. I don't I don't find it's her. It's not funny, even her it's
0: not even but. her her it, it could have been any other woman. No. My it point could've. is is that Ursula was designed after Divine. Right. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. we can't get into John Waters and that crew, but right, you know. Right. Uh so I'm thinking to myself, like, how could you not use a you know, a trans woman for right.
1: that? No, exactly. You could have, and 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 should have, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but I you mean, went for uh, name like value. Like uh,
0: Paul's Drag Race and everything. I've seen some of the ladies on there that would fit the bill.
1: Yeah, but you had no, but you didn't have any name to help prop that film up. Right, and Haley that- ba- Haley Bailey, ba- Bear, what, what's Haley Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- sh- She's not a n to me. She's not a name. Well,
0: she's like a you know. She has a little bit of clout with the younger generation. But, yeah,
1: but I'm saying overall, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, she's I don't not pro- think yeah. She I is, don't think she's
0: propping a movie. Out. Right.
1: I don't think her name alone is going to yeah. But sell like, tickets. do you think
0: Rachel Zegler's name is well now no. not anymore.
1: No, I don't. But you have Gal Gadot. Right. And you see what I'm saying? The, yeah, other, have the other person. Right. 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 Is. The actual name value that you're gonna use for marketing purposes right and and so you needed somebody so I agree what the right play was but they went with well we need somebody for marketing we need a face to get out there because let me tell you something if it was her and and a no-name drag queen at the Oscars when they when they did the the commercial for the Little Mermaid that wouldn't have gone over it didn't go over anyway but you at least had Melissa McCarthy with name value and a reason to be up on that stage. Otherwise, that you know, it would have it would have looked even worse than it did.
0: Yeah, it, it it's um, it's pretty strange. It's pretty strange because at the end of the day, I expect this from corporate mm-hmm. because they're not artistic. Right. They're corporate. Sure. Their sole goal is to make money. Right. But what's crazy to me is that the collective of these creators have come in and they're feeding this fucking bullshit to these suits mm-hmm. and the suits are eating it up. Yep.
1: Yep. Well,
0: I mean, we talked on the last cast
1: about Iger, right? Yeah. And he said, oh, I'm going to quiet the noise, right? Mm, right, right. They and pulled I, Zegler in, had right. a conversation with him. And I, and him. I said... I don't believe that piece of shit as far as I could throw this building.
0: No, he's have, a horrible human being. Have you being. heard
1: all of the woke messaging that has come
0: out since he
1: said that? No. Did you hear about Bambi, right? So that Bambi's no, I, the next I, I, one up. I,
0: I've been taking kind of a step yeah. back from it. So Bambi's the next one
1: up. They already said all the, me- the woke messaging is going to be in there, yeah. right? They're going to take out the mother getting killed. The most important scene in the friggin' movie. Yeah. Because they It defines be, Bambi's character. Because it's too sensitive for the modern audience, is what they said.
0: Mufasa right? died in The too, Lion King, right, though. Right, but
1: no, can't have it. Um, the, You know, you have... It, it made Bambi who he is. Right. You have, the, the you know, a trailer for The Acolyte leaked, yeah, which got pulled quickly. Again, it's all woke messaging. Yeah. It's all take down the patriarchy. Yeah, but we knew that. The force... But what I'm saying is, there's not a single thing that has that has come out from any of it, yeah. right? From any Disney product yep. that has not had the message, right? Ahsoka we just got was was the message through and through. Dave Filoni is the king of pushing the message. Again, I'm not a Filoni fan. I think he is a fake. Star Wars guy. You think he's a one-trick pony? One-trick pony that Lucas handheld to do something. I don't think this guy has got talent at all. Ahsoka flopped. He's got nothing. But the message was front and center.
0: Absolutely front and center. I did hear there was a nice tribute to Ray Stevens, though, at the end of it. Sure. Which is nice. You want to see that. Yeah.
1: But what I'm saying is that everything that we've seen coming out of Mar- uh, disney whether it be marvel star wars disney animation the message is front and center so again i said before he's he said this numerous times it's to help this stock which is you know trending below $80 a share yeah he's trying to save his ass
0: when he left he is
1: not going to he, he doesn't left, believe though, it
0: when he left it was over 100
1: yeah, well over 100.
0: And, you know, you can argue recession and all that bullshit, but no other company has taken a dive like that. No. And here's the thing. Because it, you know, people ask me, why does it bother you so much? And I've I've said this. I've gone on record, and I'm like, these are my, you know, these stories are the ones that I've kind of, you know, they're my heroes. They're mm-hmm. my, you know, I don't know who, you know, people like baseball stars or, or whatever. Like, yep. those are my heroes. So to see right. them kind of get annihilated hurts yeah now that being said i'm getting used to it now and i'll just find my entertainment somewhere else right and that's the thing is that we're getting to a point now because they own everything Mm -hmm. the five studios right where i'm done fighting i'm gonna just go watch something else and you can keep your quote unquote modern audience, but if your lights go out, right. don't come at me because I left. I was tired of being called a racist and a homophobe and a misogynist, so I left. Right. Like, look, I don't want to come across that way, so I will bow out gracefully. And if there's not enough people to keep the lights on now, don't come to me and be like, well, you should come back. Well, you abused me as a, as a consumer.
1: Right. You know, so, and 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 you know, going back to this Ahsoka thing, right? Yeah. So, Felony made sure he he is he is absolutely Kathleen Kennedy's puppet, right? Yeah. She's yeah. got his hand her, her hand so far up his ass. Yeah. You know, moving the mouth. He made sure you know the Force is female is gonna this is gonna be it, and and this is why it it's it gonna not only does it flop. But it's going to kill Star
0: Wars even more. Yeah, like no one said the Force was male. in no. st- Like back in the day. No. However, now the Force doesn't matter. Right.
1: Right. So when we when we watched Rebels for where four seasons, whatever, yeah. what have you? Yep. Sabine Wren never was a Jedi. No. She was not Force sensitive. She never even showed any signs of being Force sensitive. No. We get to Ahsoka, and all of a sudden she is. By the end of Ahsoka, which is just, I don't know how many, you know, we're probably talking a few days, what, a month, maybe this, you know, season takes place. Yeah. She is right there with Anakin, Luke, Yoda, as far as her Jedi capabilities.
0: In a month. That to me is like, Crazy, they, you know that's what that's little
1: fucking Filoni cares about Star Wars. So he, fuck you know what,
0: right? Fuck him because shame on you. But I think I think I I think he because the Clone Wars I thought was really well done. Now again, sure. you had Lucas's guidance on that, right? But I'm wondering if like the ship is like he knows it's going down so sure. he's just going to collect the check and sync with it you know
1: probably i mean that could be that Cause, could cause be the thing
0: is right it's not it's not even so much about sabine being you know up there with the greats it's the hero's journey right that you're shitting Which was on. none right but that's always what it is now is that every time they try to push any character male or female and they're like oh yeah they're here now they're the greatest thing since sliced bread that's not a hero's journey right but if but if this guy
1: thought that that was something then why because he was the guy that did
0: rebels yeah
1: why didn't he do any of that then
0: well because Lucas was there the thing Yeah, but he didn't the, do anything right. with rebels Hold on hold on because my guess is that Kathleen is safe sure She's not going anywhere. No, she's well
1: Yes and no. I mean, she's not going anywhere until the contract is up. Once the contract is up, I think it's done. Maybe, but we've said that four times now. Yeah, but I can't see them
0: renewing the contract. But we've contract. said that four times now. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we've every flop after flop we've said that and they keep surprising us. So what I'm saying is is that if I'm Dave Filoni, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to not work on. It's that thing. Like I I don't want to stop working on Star Wars. Sure. So, yeah, you know, just she's falling in behind the Empire. If if you
1: want to work on Star Wars, that's fine. But you are not a savior of Star Wars. No, you you have the potential to be. You don't understand Star Wars all that well. No, and you're pretty much just a one-trick pony. Where's
0: Favreau? Is he? Is he? No, he's not a part of this. Okay, so he left.
1: Yeah, he's only. He's going to do. You know if. If they want another season of that shit show Mandalorian, yeah, then he'll be back. But he's not a part of this. This is strictly Filoni, which is supposed to lead to that movie that probably will never get made. But
0: everybody said yeah, the same I mean, thing uh, about this So show. we're getting the acolyte then.
1: Well, yeah, supposedly it's finished and it's going to come out. All right. Even though supposedly Leslie Hedlund was fired. Supposedly, we're still getting it.
0: <laughs> they fired her. Supposedly, <laughs> she uh, she's allegedly, uh, you know, an aide to Mr. Weinstein's yeah. uh, escapades. Which there's
1: a new lawsuit that just got filed against, against him, him and Disney. Well,
0: by Disney, she, what, what, what? He doesn't have his hands in with Disney, does he? No,
1: he was, but they own
0: Merrimax, which he did. Oh, oh, I didn't know they owned Miramax. Yeah,
1: so you know, it, this was back in the Eisner. Day, oh wow! Right, That's but, that,
0: yeah. When he was uh, running around, just raping
1: people. Yeah. So there's a new lawsuit that just came out against Disney and um, the the her company that was uh, management company, what have you? Yeah. You know, and again, I'm not saying you know Leslie Hedlund, She was there and she knew what was going on. Yeah, like she turned a blind eye. Don't
0: feign innocence. Right. Like you were his executive assistant for years. Right. You're a fucking liar right. if you said you didn't know.
1: Right. So we're going to get this Acolyte show, which is nothing but the message. Did they
0: say why they fired her?
1: Um. I think part of it was because the, she just blew up the budget and turned
0: in shit but that's what they always right. do these people it happened with she hulk like these mm-hmm. people that don't care about the properties come in right get it they're grifters get as much money as they can balloon budgets turn in a yeah. shit show and then cry about racism yeah. well
1: did you see that you know you see the little mermaid now with the, the budget yeah it's coming out now yeah. because the uk requires so the, them to file so, right. so the flop is even larger than not even accounting previous- uh,
0: not even accounting marketing 300 million to make that movie. Right. It
1: was 150 in marketing
0: thereabouts. So you're talking about 450 or something Yeah. Like that? They,
1: right now they get probably about 50 uh, 50 million um of a subsidy in
0: England, right? right so they'll get right. 50
1: million back. So let's say 400
0: and it did what? Like 560 worldwide. Yeah, it did under Yeah. And then you got to divide that by what? A third, I think is yeah, is Yeah.
1: You get you get about 50% in the US. Yeah. You get about 40% everywhere else see, except that, China which is like 25%.
0: That's the thing that the apologists never talk about mm-hmm. is they just see the number and they're like, well it made 50 it was 400 million to make it made 550. It's like sh- sure it sure did. Yeah. But but averaging 45% of that is going yeah. towards theaters. It's a,
1: it's a, it's an over 100 million dollar loss in
0: right. that but, movie. But I don't care what unless you're Apple because mm-hmm. there you have a trillion dollars or whatever, right? You can't keep losing hundreds of millions of dollars, yeah. and they've Disney has been consistently like after Endgame, Game, mm-hmm. budgets have only gotten bigger, yeah. and losses have only been greater, right? Right, and and then know, when you throw COVID and empty parks on top of that, yeah. So you know, again, you
1: can you can say. We're gonna quiet the noise, but then everything that is come out since that's been said is message first. Everything, every Disney property yeah, they're just, that we're they don't talking know how, about. I,
0: I just don't think they know how to write themselves no, at this point. They can't. Now you saw that Rachel Zegler got dropped from Paddington three. Yes. Yeah. I don't, Absol- bl- look, I don't look, think she's gonna have much luck. Here's the thing the the mistake that she made right, is she She went so hard on this Disney thing that every other studio is going like, Oof, I can't, it, like, we we need to have an agreement, you know, with our actors that mm-hmm. when they're doing press tours, we're all on the same page. Right. And she clearly doesn't give a fuck. No. So I would be surprised if, because cause people are not happy that she's in that Hunger Games prequel right. now. And the thing is, is it's like, is is this shitty version of snow white worth destroying your career over yeah
1: to me i would i would end snow white i would be like look we can't maybe we'll do we'll revisit it again down the road maybe with some with with other people but we can't do we can't put this out
0: i don't know i mean i just i i think if i, I if i was a studio head i would stay clear of her just because i i well, I... she
1: just came out again. Did you hear her bashing men with this Taylor Swift thing? She's, like, defending Taylor Swift, and she's, you know, she, she has a hatred for men. We, that's crystal clear. And she came out, and she was doing her thing. Like, again, as soon as this this writer's strike thing kind of lifted, she's back at it. She's out there again with bad press and bad PR, you know, making a mockery of things, alienating potential fans potential audience well
0: I just think the mistake that I think some of these younger people are making are I'm not I'm not going to a lecture I'm going to a film mm-hmm. I want I want to be entertained not lectured right and they don't care they feel like because they have a platform it's mm-hmm. their responsibility to lecture and it's not. Right. It's not because I don't, unless I'm specifically going to a film that's going to challenge my belief system, mm-hmm. I don't want, I just want to be entertained. I right. just want to forget that my fucking nine to five corporate slog sucks Right, and get transferred to a fantasy world. Like that's the mm-hmm. purpose of it.
1: Exactly. And that's being forgot now. Right, and that's why all these shows... So, again, when I when you say all these shows are being made for a modern audience, I understand what you're saying is you want to add diversity. You want representation. I get that part of it. Right, me too. But that's not what you're
0: doing. No, I think Dune is a great example of, of doing that the right way. Sure. Dune, which is a very hard... Medium to adapt mm-hmm. uh, was incredibly well done. Right, you had a great diverse cast, but it was a it was still doomed.
1: But does it does it hold true to
0: the book? Yeah, right. It was still doomed. Right. is what I'm saying. Exactly. Like, I just don't. You know. It's just so strange. I will say, did you, not I, I brought up Doom, so I'm thinking Timothy Chalamet now. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a younger guy. You don't hear, yeah. like, he seems like a decent dude. Like, he's just you don't doing hear anything no, from him. No, he just, like, because he's doing his job. Yeah. He goes to work and he leaves.
1: But I barely hear anything about him other than he's in a movie. Like,
0: yeah.
1: he, he he's in a movie and then that's it. And then he's disappeared right. and probably doing another movie. Right. But that's it. Like you don't hear anything about this guy talking anything. You I've never heard now maybe I don't pay attention because I don't pay attention to anything about him. It's just it's but just But you're not hearing but no I'm not I, paying I, attention I, like, to these other ones look, that, Honestly, only because you have to I
0: think he's banging a Kardashian or something. Yeah yeah yeah. Like that's all I heard. It's right, like oh yeah right. look like he's he's kissing his Kardashian yeah, that's and I right. was like oh, okay good for him.
1: Yeah, cool. Whatever.
0: Yeah. But but what I think is bizarre is that Cavill tried to do it. Cavill tried to come out and say like, "Look, I'm a fan of things mm-hmm. and I'm going to do, you know, what I think is right for the characters that I'm fans of." And they they nerfed them. Right. And but then the show's tanked. I I was and... scrolling through Netflix the other day and yeah. I, I I saw Witcher. They changed it back to Cavill. Of it course. It was used to be Yennefer's yeah, face. Of course. So they changed the the cover back to Cavill and then so I scrolled over it and I, cause I wanted to read the blip because mm-hmm. I'm just curious what they're, what, what, what are you going to say now? Right. And they called it a global phenomenon. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I've never seen something like it, it has Game of Thrones level of started off good, tanked, but just on like steroids cause it's speed ran mm-hmm. through. Yeah. Like at least Game of Thrones had five seasons, right. or six seasons that was good. Right.
1: Yeah. But that's you know, but that's the thing. It's like instead of worrying so much about insulting the audience, write better. And I think that this writer's strike, I think you're gonna see that because they've got a big bump in pay. Right,
0: right. So now now it's like you're you're earning now. Right.
1: But here's the thing. Because of that big bump in pay, yeah. You're only going to hire talent.
0: Well, right. I think what it's going to do is it's going to eliminate a lot of, like, maybe. I, I just don't know. Like, here's, here's what it is for me. I don't know how you can put something out like Robin Hood or She-Hulk and then Disney or whoever's marketing or, or, or running the show goes, well, that was awful, but, you know, try again.
1: Right. I don't think you're going to have that anymore. I well, think aside that, from like the Kathleen
0: Kennedys of the world,
1: sure, but I think that for the most part, the writers, a lot of these young writers, yeah, are not going to be around much longer because well, they're not going to get the op- they're not going to get the same opportunities because you're not going to pay them the same. You know, again, if just everybody's it's, it's pay just went gonna up. Get
0: very, I think it's going to get very cutthroat. It is like going to get very so cutthroat, right? And obviously, it's a cutthroat business now. But you know, at at the end of the day, because here is the thing: I think everyone should have a shot. Sure. And if you if you make Robin Hood right, mm-hmm. and it tanks, you can keep going if you if you take what the feedback was yeah. and make adjustments. I'll I look. You know who's a great example is um, um, Elizabeth Banks. Sure. Like, Charlie's Angels, fucking garbage. Yeah, terrible. And she whined, but then she put out Cocaine Bear, and again, am- still amateur, but much better.
1: Right, but here's the thing. You take the, the writer of She-Hulk, right? Yeah. And that was one of the worst shows ever written. Horrible. Do you want to get take her, her back and give her a second chance at double the pay now?
0: The thing is, is that I... I think you have you have to have a conversation with with these people and say like, look, She Hulk didn't work. It's not because of racism. It's yeah, not it's because not the trolls. did you watch the show? It's yeah, bad. It's terrible. So either write better or fuck off. Right. Like, I'm not saying don't give them a second chance, even at the higher pay. I'm I try to be understanding. We're all humans. Like let's be decent to each other. But if you do it again, get the fuck out. Don't let sure. the door hit your ass on the way sure. out.
1: And, and that might be a and that a lot of studios might feel the very same way. But I think that a lot of stu- like I can tell you a guy like Zaslov, he's going to be like, <clears throat> unless you're a name value, I'm not going to hire you Zav- because it's I too tell much you, money. Though,
0: he's a psycho. He's a psycho. But- he, I, I when he first started, I was like, maybe it'll be good. I think. He is one of the worst things yeah, to roll into. But he's,
1: he's going to look at it and say, "Then it's I just want, about
0: the dollar right, sign." Then
1: I want somebody that's going to make me
0: money, and yeah. if,
1: and I so I want people that are established. If yeah. I'm going to
0: pay this money to them, right? I need a track record,
1: right? And so he, I don't think he's going to give many up and comers. No, I, I don't think an he's opportunity. Won.
0: I don't think he's one like Warner Brothers. I think is going to be tight. Yeah, I think so too. But it's just. You know the thing of it is, is that I, I think if you were to pen a She-Hulk, right, mm-hmm. and go, Jesus, what was I thinking, and then go back and and you know really take a look at what made it poor, and then make it better you know, make your writing better. Yeah, of but course.
1: The, but the problem is they don't think that it was their fault, right? And that that's where the issue that's, lies. That's
0: the key is that instead of looking inward. They're looking outward for for the cause of their failure. Mm-hmm. And that is, in, in any any aspect of life, that is an awful philosophy. Right. Exactly. All right. With that, let's put this one to bed. Jim, as always, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. What do you got going on?
1: Just uh, getting the artwork out there. Oh, yeah. Every week. Check out the social media, please. I expect Stop we're going to get by.
0: we're going to get a lot of horror. Theme.
1: I, I think a, a lot of horror themed for the month of October. Uh, th- nice. There's a theme going, so if you like horror themed art, check out the uh, check out the socials.
0: All right, guys. So that's episode 74 of the corner. You know where we're at. CatalystCrafting.com is the main website. Catalyst Creations NH is the Etsy store. We're doing a little horror stuff too i dropped a uh, michael myers coaster i saw that yeah so uh we'll be posting we're gonna do some uh some posts and 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 try to did a giveaway for one of the shirts that was really exciting very cool um but yeah what, what do you guys think are you a fan of dr giggles do you even know who dr giggles is um did you watch the nun did you watch the second nun in any case uh Did you watch robin hood how do you feel about kind of the the gender and race swaps and then that being tied into whether a whether a movie or show is good or bad and i mean what are your thoughts on disney let us know in the comments all right crew catch you on the next one